happy campers. I'm Spike. I'm Chris. And we are geeking out. It is Sunday, August 28th, 2022, episode 199. Next week, the big, big episode. And you can hear me rubbing my hands with mirth and diseased glee because we've got some things in store for our 200th episode. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing good. How, How you doing? You? How's right. it hanging? Is it swinging from left to right? Is it hanging down low? Are you ready to get started? Are you ready to go? Wow, that was that was that really was, impressive. That was me being street beatboxing yo. So okay, plus, you see, plus, you see, you had it, and then you totally lost it. See, I am the whitest of white boys. I am you the totally oxidol of the rap world, kids. Now. Rock and roll, we've got stuff to talk about this weekend, including movies we're not going to watch, TV shows we're not going to watch, and apparently channels we're not going to get to watch anymore around here. We'll, we'll be talking about these as we go. What have, you, have you got anything major online, Chris? Because <clears throat> we do have some premieres this weekend. You want to go ahead and talk about the premieres? Or? Let's go ahead and talk about the premieres, because I know... Chris, what's what kind of what was showing up in the movie theaters this weekend? Uh, the one, the only movie that I really want to watch, but apparently we are not going to get here in our town. Yeah, is I can't remember how many years in longing has Idris Elba in it, where he's a genie and the woman who has to make a choice about making three wishes, but yet she doesn't know what to wish for, so she. Asked the genie to tell the story of all the people that he has granted wishes and the consequences that came with those. Mm-hmm. And it is such a great idea. Such a, a, just looks like it's going to be a fun movie. But they're not showing it here in town. And I was, was really, it came out this Friday and I want to watch it. Ah, oh, poor baby kids. I do want <clears throat> The way the the way theaters have been, it usually hits streaming in about a month anyway, unless you're Top Gun Maverick, which just now hit streaming because why should they? They've made a billion dollars. I'm sure this Idris Elba movie will make a billion dollars. We'll have to wait three, four, six months for it to turn up on streaming. Yeah, I think we've yeah. actually discussed about that discussed that one on a previous episode. But there's another what Idris Elba movie out this Beast. weekend. Beast. Well, actually, that came out like two weekends ago. Did it? Yeah. I didn't realize it had been out that long because I sure didn't see anything about it. Well, yeah, two weekends ago because I left the theater and it was just coming out. And they're still crying over that one. But... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm, I'm not hearing good things about Beast. Are you hearing anything about I'm not Beast hearing or... nothing. Good I'm, or bad about Beast, to be honest. I'm hearing bad things about Beast, namely Idris Elba's two two teenage girls in this movie. The people are rooting on the lion, <laughs> not to eat Idris, but to eat his two so teenage children. Yes. Yeah, so basically they act like teenagers. Yes, so they do an excellent <laughs> okay. job of being teenagers. So that's all you need to know about the review on Prey. Oh, there is. Not prey, beast. Well, I mean, beast, okay, whatever yeah. it was, beast, prey, whatever it's called. Prey is the one where the uh, Pocahontas takes on yeah. the predator. That's right. So anyway, I <laughs> uh, did find out some discouraging news this past week. Apparently, MeTV's going off the air here in Lexington. Why? Channel eighteen has 
LEX has decided in its infinite wisdom not to re-sign with uh, MeTV for however many more years of carrying them. <clears throat> Which means those of you with a MASH addiction, those of you with an Andy Griffith addiction, a Hogan's Heroes addiction, a Sven Gulli addiction, especially that one's going to hurt. That's no. going away here in central Kentucky. And... Apparently, MeTV doesn't know where they're going to land yet. They're working to see if they can get on another channel in the Lexington market. Somebody, it, please, PBS. No, PBS. We're, we're <laughs> going to discuss. It's been a long time since we actually discussed what's, uh, what's airing here on broadcast television in central Kentucky. So we're gonna, I'm going to do a quick rundown, a quick update about what's out there and try to figure out where MeTV might land. So... Without further ado, let's just go ahead and hop into that one, because right now, believe it or not, there are seven mainline channels here in central Kentucky. So you've got, like you were talking about PBS, that belongs to KET. But uh, the big ones are Channel 18, that's WLEX, that's owned by Scripps. They currently, I've got a list of these things I'm going to look up here. <clears throat> currently, uh, LEX has five channels. There's your... NBC channel, MeTV's currently on two. That ends Thursday, September 1st. So get your kicks in while you can. Bounce TV is on channel uh, 18.3. That's a, a black channel. Court TV is on channel 18.4, which is big whoop. It's coverage of trials in court. And for some reason, QVC2 is on 18.5. I don't know why. So they can get rid of that one. Yeah, I mean, they could get rid of the other three and nobody would miss them, but no, they, they apparently they've the just, they are just determined they're going to put some kind of Scripps channel in instead of paying MeTV, no. which belongs to Weagle Television out of, out of Chicago. And in related news, there's something called Weagle Television. But anyway, uh, so that's, that's what's coming on 18 right now. MeTV's going out. No idea what it's replacing with yet. I can't maybe find me, anything on it. Maybe MeTV should start their own uh, streaming service. They actually have. You can... <clears throat> if you subscribe to something called Ferndly, F-R-N-D-L-Y, you can subscribe to that. They carry, I think it's like 15 or 20 channels that it's kind of hard to find. It's basically the lesser cable channels, but it's like $7 a month. MeTV is one of them, so you can stream it if you want to now, finally. But they also have things like Hallmark. I think they have the Hallmark channels. So oh. they have like Hallmark Channel, oh, Hallmark it's... Movies and Mysteries, which Movies and Mysteries is actually not bad because they've been showing like Columbo and a bunch of other yeah. mystery movies and stuff. So if you're a mystery fan, there's that. But they have... Uh, they have one of the grit channels, I think. They have a bunch of other, a bunch of other things. I can't remember what's on there, but Fernley is a is an option. Philo apparently is an option too. If you know about that, that's another broadcast alternative. They're a little more expensive than Fernley, but Fernley I think is supposed to be more family friendly stuff. Back to the broadcast stuff. Yes, go. No, it's, oh, uh, he's. I just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. I've, there we go. It's still working. Okay, I just want to make sure. That's all I was wondering. But, uh, make sure. <laughs> all that, that is one thing we'll, we'll be doing next week. I don't want to tell them about it yet, but there'll be changes coming there. 
Changes. Yes. Sorry. Yes. So now that he's he's finished yammering, that's taken care of. Let's go back to the broadcast stuff. Like I'm going to edit this out. <laughs> okay. Um. On the broadcast things, there's KYT, which is on channel 27. Yes. They're they're the old one, oldest ones in town. Uh, you've got 27.1. That's the CBS feed, the old school KYT. On two, they've got the CW, which I don't see going anywhere. Okay, it's just the CW we talked about last week was just sold to Nexstar. Um, now, looking around, believe it or not, Nexstar actually owns Channel Thirty Six. I wasn't aware of that. The last I heard, they were owned by me, uh, by Media General, which is actually an offshoot of a of an insurance company, if I'm correct. But so anyway, they're now owned by Nexstar, which is like the largest. Uh, broadcast station ownership group in the country. Uh, 27 is owned by Great Television. Maybe we should own a TV station. Shh, boy, there's a line <laughs> around the block. Believe me, there's a line around the block. Uh, anyway, so 2 is the CW. That may move to ABC, but I, I really don't see KYT wanting to lose it because they have been branding it they branded as the CWKYT, so, mm -hmm. but we'll we'll talk about that a little bit more in a second. Twenty-seven-three uh, is Circle. That's a country station that CBS does with the, believe it or not, the Grand Ole Opry. Apparently, there are still people who are fans of country and stuff out there. I think, uh, <laughs> if I'm correct, I think country airs some some old TV shows and stuff too. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Uh, 27.4 is their radar suite. That's the one that lasted because 36 tried to do a radar suite too, but everybody kept watching the 27 one and QVC was wanting to pay 36 a bunch of money to carry them over the air. So we'll talk about that more in a second. 27.5 is Dabble. Dabble is uh, a CBS network that's basically takes old, uh, they take old British home improvement shows and stuff and they air it on Dabble. And uh, Cesar Romero, Cesar Romano, Romano Romero, not Cesar Romero. That's the Joker, the dog guy. You know how Thirty six is uh, like I said. They're owned by Nexstar. They're the ones who just bought the CW. Honestly, out of all of them, thirty six would probably be the one most likely to carry them, and I'll explain here in a little bit. But thirty six one is the ABC feed. 36.2 is my my network television. Believe it or not, that's still a thing. Although the only thing I know of on my KY is that uh, they show the 10 o'clock news for Channel 36, and they have Secrets of the Bluegrass Chefs and Seinfeld reruns. Those are the only things I know if they have on my Kentucky television. 36.3 is True Crime Network. That's a, a spinoff of Court TV. Nobody cares. Uh, Twist is somebody's version of... Somebody's rip-off version of Dabble. I don't care. Uh, Court TV Mystery is another mystery channel, a, a true mystery channel. I don't care. Uh, Quest TV shows some of the crappier old uh, history channel and discovery channel shows that nobody really wants to see, so yeah. forget that. And then 36.7 is QVC. 36.7 is Home Shopping Network. But by golly, they'll stay covered because they pay 36 to carry them. Getting into PBS, that's KET. You've got one in Moorhead on Channel 38. You've got one out of Lexington that's Channel 46. 
Either way, it's the same thing. The first feed is KET. That's the PBS channel. Uh, two is KET2. That's the PBS Encore channel, where it's the same PBS programs every week, but in a different order. <laughs> uh, the third the third feed is the Kentucky channel. That's just stuff KET's done over the last 40, 50 years about Kentucky. Uh, and then four is the PBS Kids channel. That's KET Kids. Uh, moving on, there's 56, which I believe is actually owned by Sinclair Broadcast Group, the poorest poor suckers. Uh, 56.1 is Fox. 2 is Comet. That or No, it used to be Comet. Now it's Rewind Television. They specialize in 80s and 90s reruns. So if you want to see like Growing Pains or Spin City, you watch Rewind. I think they have family ties too. I don't care. Uh, Comet is was a sci-fi channel that uh, from MGM. You can actually get an app for that and watch it on like Roku and Amazon and all these other little streaming dongles and stuff. Uh, 56.3 is Charge. That's an action channel. That's where you can watch chips. And 56.4 is TBD, which is TBD plays web videos. Is basically what they do. They play Fail Army and they play Wipeout reruns. Oh, and that's Wipeout reruns, Fear Factor reruns, and something else after that that I think I actually wanted to watch, but that doesn't air until like 12 o'clock at night, so I don't bother staying up to watch it. Thanks, TBD. <laughs> uh, now, believe it or not, there's Beattyville has a, a channel for Lexington. That's WLJC. They're on their channel 65. 65.1 is Cozy TV. That's like NBC's classic channel. So they show, show stuff like old Columbo reruns. The Columbo reruns they took away from MeTV about a year ago, by the way. Uh, they have The Nanny. They have uh, Frasier. A bun bunch of other of the crappier NBC stuff. Uh, it's just as well because 65 is owned. Let me have a quick look here. They're owned by our... Hour of Harvest Ministries. It's a religious channel. They used to be a low-power channel for years, and then 36 worked into a partnership with them where basically they built them up to full power and constructed the tower for them and give them a cut of the advertising revenues, and in exchange, 36 gets all their sub-channels because they're a religious broadcaster. They want to air the Hour of Harvest stuff every night. They don't care what goes on the, the rest of it. So they got some weird ones. 65.2 is The Grio. That's another black channel, believe it or not, focused on black movies. Uh, 65.3 is Antenna TV. That's uh, Sony's classic television. 65.4 is Get TV, which used to be, uh, I think it was Sony's movie channel, but now it just shows reruns of different types. This TV, I think, was used to be MGM's I think it was MGM's uh, classic movie channel. They just show garbage now. Uh, Start TV is basically lifetime for broadcast. It's a women's channel. 65.7 is the only interesting one in the group. It's Heroes and Icons. That's MeTV's sister network. They focus on things like action and sci-fi, stuff like that. Heroes and Icons, big claim to fame is they show MacGyver reruns and they show Star Trek for like six hours a night. But they start with Star Trek's the, Star Trek the original series at eight and then the next generation at nine and then Deep Space Nine at ten 
and then Voyager, and then Enterprise, and they air them in order, just like that, every weeknight. So apparently it does well for them, because they've been doing it for a couple of years. Hmm. And there's one more channel, there's 67, which is the Ion thing, which I can't uh, see anymore. Ion used to be, their, tran their studio used to be in Moorhead, and their uh, transmitter was in uh, Frenchburg, believe it or not. Actually, just a few miles away from here. Ion used to carry some pretty good shows, and mm -hmm. then it turned into nothing but, uh, what's that? Uh, Law Blue, and Order reruns. Law and Order and Blue... The and one with... Uh, Blue Bloods with Blue Tom Bloods, Selleck, yeah. yes. That's all. That's pretty much all they show anymore is on like, Ion. Oh my goodness. But 67.1 is Ion, 67.2 is Court TV again. So there's, there's an open opportunity, but the problem is Ion actually moved their transmitter from, from Frenchburg, where I would get, like, get Ion on like four or five different channels. Mm -hmm. They moved their studio and transmitter to Richmond, so now I can't pick them up anymore. Mm. So way to go, Ion. Hopefully you're picking up Lexington now. Uh, 67.2 is Court TV. 67.3 is Grit. It's supposed to be a men's channel, but it turned into a Western channel. Uh, 67.4 is Newsy now. That's a cut-rate CNN. So there's a, and a bringing endorsement. Uh, 67.5 is, five is Defy TV, which shows some of the better History Channel uh, shows. 67.6 is uh, True Real, which is supposed to be, I don't know, some kind of true story <laughs> thing. I don't know. And 67.7 is Ion Mystery, which... I have it's no idea. It's pretty much the same thing as It's Ion, pretty much the same thing as Ion. <laughs> you can, by the way, find Ion Plus online through an app, and they show basically, you know, Law and Order reprints. But, yeah. But they at least they throw in an occasional episode of Murdoch Mysteries once in a while. So there you go. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Uh, well, I hope MeTV does so, find a, a home. If mm, I'm going to say. I see one of two things happening. Well, I'm going to say one of three things happening. Most likely, 36 is going to take one of their crappy sub-channels and they're going to kick it off to channel 67 because there's nothing on the sub-channels on 67 except Heroes and Icons, which means they'll probably get rid of Heroes and Icons and replace it with, like, a Twist or Ion Mystery or something. Which, to be honest, Ion Mystery is already on 65 sevenths. So they might clear that and give that to me TV. So 36 is most, I think, probably most likely to get it. Uh, what I'd like to see happen is 27 add uh, one more channel onto their onto their uh, subnets, which they got room to do, but put me TV on the 27 lineup because 27 has the best signal out of all of them. Uh, but what may also happen, I think, is that they could wind up on WDKY as one of their sub-channels because they have even more room than 27 does, to be honest. <clears throat> but Weagle doesn't own any of the stations here in Kentucky. Uh, like I said, Ion's owned by Ion Networks. Fox is owned by Sinclair. PBS is public broadcasting, so that's owned by the state of Kentucky. 36 is owned by Nexstar, 27 by Gray Television, 18 by Scripps, and uh, 65 by, 
by a ministry group. It's going to be confusing as I'll get out. I'll keep my eyes open. If I see MeTV land anywhere, we'll, we'll have an update on a future geeking out. But, so, but just so you know, all those channels, and you've got seven main channels and at least 40 sub-channels floating around now, there's plenty of free television out there. You just yeah. have to put up an antenna and watch it. So if you're anywhere within 30 miles of Lexington, honestly, you can find 30 free channels just with a pair of rabbit ears stuck up in your on top of your TVs because I do it. And I'm like 45, 50 miles away. Hmm. But I can do it with just little Mohu leaf antennas tacked up to the wall. So I'm fine with that. Good. Just so you know. So I wanted to get that off my chest because I saw that last night. And the reason I'm really, really ticked off about it is because Sven Gulli likes to rotate through his movie catalog. Yeah. And now he, he's gotten into the really good cheesy stuff. So he's finally gotten off the Universal Monsters. He'll probably pick it up in October. Right now, he last night, he did uh, The Killer Shrews with James Best. Everybody knows that from Mystery Science Theater 3000. We'll talk about the Killer Shrews on a future oh, episode wow. here. Uh, <laughs> this coming week, they're going to be doing frogs. Oh, no. And which means we're going to, which is one of the beloved's very favorite cheesy movies of all time, which means we're going to miss Fanguli showing it at this rate unless BTV can talk somebody into carrying their signal. So, yeah, that's why I'm so ticked off at LEX right now. But I can tell Scripps is throwing their weight around because they've, uh, you can see it in their news. Channel 18's news has gone way downhill since uh, Scripps bought, bought them about a year ago because now they're doing the same crappy talking points every other NBC affiliate is doing and Scripps affiliate. So at, yeah. least, at least 27 will every once in a while focus on a local they, they still primarily focus on local stuff because great television doesn't really try to make them as overtly political as Scripps is doing with 18. So, and then the less said about poor old Channel 36 and their news department, the better. So, <laughs> I mean, people think of Fox 56 before they think of ABC 36 for news around here. And, and Fox 56 has like two broadcasts, news broadcasts all day, so... <laughs> uh, eh, moving on uh, I was looking around at some of the things that happened this week Lowe's is carrying Haunted Mansion merchandise for Halloween and they're already selling out they're getting like uh, the crystal balls from the Haunted Mansion ride where it's got uh, a lady who will appear as a hologram in it and she talks to you they have something like that at Lowe's for like 60 or 70 bucks, and it's selling out in places. Huh. I haven't bothered to check the one, the Lowe's around here in central I mean, Kentucky lately, but... You got to admit, those are pretty cool. Though. They are pretty cool, but uh, they have one with uh, apparently a little train set with the ghosts riding on it and stuff, so all kinds oh, of neat little stuff. Oh, no way. Yeah, it's... The crystal balls are selling out, the... The haunted hitchhikers are selling out. The uh, the doom buggy inflatable with the hitchhiking ghost selling out. The uh, tombstones are selling out, and the gargoyles from the haunted mansion are selling out. 
Don't get excited, not Goliath and those gargoyles. These are the gargoyles on the haunted mansion <laughs> itself. But but they're they're apparently selling out pretty quick. The uh, a lot of this stuff is turning up on eBay. They're already doubling, tripling, and quadrupling the prices on them. I'm seeing uh, I'm seeing a hitchhiking ghost doom buggy inflatable for two hundred thirty dollars, and it originally started at seventy. So, wow. yeah. So that's a thing. Huh. And speaking of Disney driving into the ditch, Demi Lovato is starting a, a new support group for ex-Disney stars for because she's claiming that Disney would brainwash their child stars. I mean, I believe it. Honestly. I do believe it, too. And, and Demi Lovato, of all of them, is probably the one who managed to do the best job adjusting into the real world, so... Uh, <laughs> let's stay in the ditch here for a minute for a couple more headlines. Kathleen Kennedy is still messing around. Indiana Jones 5 Overlord DVD leaked a couple of choice tidbits this past week. One is that Indiana Jones is going to die when he meets his time-traveling self, and so they're going to have to replace him with an Indiana Jones. Huh? Yeah, exactly. So they're going to get rid of get rid of Indiana Jones and replace him with an Indiana Jones who knows better than to meet her time traveling. So oh yeah, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Where did this story come from exactly? Uh, this is coming from a source inside Lucasfilm, supposedly, who's talking to Overlord DVD. Overlord has a kind of a mixed record, but he's he has popped some pretty big stories over the years. I mean, so. maybe, but I don't see Harrison Ford accepting to do something like that, or Steven Spielberg. Well, oh, Kathleen Kennedy doesn't need either one of them. Believe me, Harrison Ford probably doesn't want to do Indiana Jones any more than he wanted to do Han Solo. Well, probably not, but I don't think he would go out like that. I really don't see him going out. Chris, Han Solo. How did Han Solo go out? He wanted like he wanted to pawn. die a long time ago. Yes, though. yes. And look, between what he did in Han Solo and getting nuked in a refrigerator in Indy Four, come on now, come on, come on, man. You know he'll do uh, it. Don't don't mess with. And Andy. Kathleen Kennedy's Shallow Grave Part Two. She's wanting to remake the original Star Wars trilogy, focusing on Leia instead of Luke. Kathleen, you're really starting to disappoint me here. And uh, and from what Overlord has also said, there's a report coming out that, uh, oh, who are the two involved with the good Star Wars stuff? John Favreau. John Favreau and uh, Dave Filoni. Dave or? Filoni, those two. They had an original pitch for Obi Wan that was going to focus on Obi Wan, Obi Wan, and a child Luke Skywalker, and Obi Wan trying to help Luke survive. Basically, spoilers, his daddy's wrath long enough to grow up to become, to get started on the route to Jedi-hood because, you know, by the time Obi-Wan happens, all the Jedi are dead, basically, and the schools are gone. So Obi-Wan finds Luke and is trying to protect him. It was Kathleen Kennedy who demanded it be switched to Leia instead, and everybody was scratching their heads at the time like, why would he be focused on Leia? Wasn't Luke supposed to be the, the next Jedi? That was Kathleen Kennedy's idea, supposedly. And that's why Obi-Wan sucked so hard. Because she just had to have Leia as an eight-year-old punk get over on 
Obi-Wan over and over and over. Because that's how feminists write crap. Uh, hell. Yeah, that, you know what? That's pretty much the official rallying cry of geeking out for 2022. Yeah. So. I, you know, I've never even watched Obi-Wan. I was, I was actually, part of me wanted to until I saw a scene where he was re rescuing her from somebody. And there was a gate that they had to get through. Mm -hmm. But there was... Like, he could have just went around the gate on both sides. Mm -hmm. And everybody was pointing this out of how stupid it was. And I was like, no, I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> so, that's stupid. So, stupid. okay. So that's all my newsy stuff for this past week. Chris, what kind of newsy stuff you got? Newsish stuff, I guess I should. Okay. So some of this you might call news and some of this you might be like, why, what, uh, or I just don't care. There we go. Which is the way I usually respond to these things. So. Yeah, so. Uh, a new poster plus a trailer has been released for Fletch starring John Hamm, which is basically, I guess, a remake of the Fletch Lives movies with uh, Chevy Chase. With John Hamm? Yeah. This is the first time I'm hearing of this one. Hold on a minute. i got to stop and... Uh, confess Fetch. I don't know if this is like a third installment of the... This would be the Fletch. third one. Yeah. This, is based, this is actually based on a Gregory McDonald novel. So, they're, they're working with good material because uh, Gregory McDonald was the guy who created Fletch back in the early 70s as a series of mystery novels. Chevy Chase pretty much took over and played Chevy Chase as Fletch. So I, John Hamm strikes me. I, I I don't know why. I know he was on Mad Men, right? Yes. I know he was on Mad Men, but I swear he sounds like one of the extras on The Office. <laughs> I swear. And I look at him, and I'm thinking he's like a. He's like a, a Dollar Tree version of the boss on The Office. Okay, Steve Carell's. He's like a dollar store version of, of uh, Steve Carell. It's the way John okay. Hamm strikes me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Or maybe I'm right, pal. So, mm. we'll see. I liked Fletch. I didn't care so much for Fletch Lives. I haven't seen Fletch in 40 years, though, so... <laughs> the novels from 1976. We'll see how much of uh, smart aleck Fletch we actually get from the 70s in this 2022 <laughs> film. <sighs> we'll see. You never know. We'll yeah, see. Knows. You knows. What else we got? Uh, Batman, the animated series, celebrates 30th anniversary. And how they are celebrating, well... Uh, the new uh, McFarlane toys came out with, kind of redid an older Batman toy. Mm -hmm. The Super Friends line. I believe. Super Powers, that's what it was. The Super Powers line. I've seen those. Those are ridiculously awesome looking. Problem is, you can't squeeze Superman's legs to make him punch. There is no, no action to it. They just pose. They don't actually have the little action things, which would just make be. Far too awesome for this horrid, horrid <laughs> world we live in. But yeah, so 
McFarland Toys is, has rebranded and they're also uh, doing a uh, toy line for the Batman Arkham Knight or Knight of one of those video games of Batman. Arkham Asylum or something. Arkham. Yeah, something like it. It's something like it. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, 30th for, anniversary. <laughs> All right, first off, that does make me feel insanely old because I remember when <laughs> when that premiered on Fox Kids back in 1992 and I was sitting in a mess hall on an army base as a laboratory technician looking at that, getting had was getting ready to get married, as a matter of fact, and seeing that, and I was like, oh, this is too awesome for this mortal coil. <laughs> so, yes, I feel extra old now. I can go ahead and die now because that's a, a pretty good bookend to go out on. But like I said, Todd McFarlane, as a, as a comic book artist, he's a heck of a toy maker. So I'm good. I've never been a fan of Spawn. I've never been a fan of Todd McFarlane, period, in his comic book work. But man, he makes awesome toys. Which I think sure. is what he actually wants to do, because he's involved in the toy part far more than he is in the comic book industry anymore, especially does with the Image that he helped go found. Does a good job. Yeah, he does, does a very good, good job. job. I forgot. Uh, more Batman news. Yeah. Um, HBO Max canceled the Batman the Cra the Cape Crusader, uh, show. I've seen I've seen exactly one image from that show, and I'm so glad they canceled it because he looks like he's got like bat hound ears. I've never actually got to watch it because, and which is weird because I am a Batman fan. So, but apparently there is a fan base because Apple TV, Hulu, and Netflix are actually, I guess you can say, begging to. Uh, redo or not continue the show but over on their yeah. platform. Now David Zosloff, he's the CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery. Apparently there's just been a bloodbath over at Warner Animation because they're canceled they canceled Infinity Train, they canceled a bunch of the Cartoon Network shows. And I mean these things are just poof gone off the internet. We talked about that in the last episode. Yeah. And apparently it it costs them a lot less to get rid of them than to just not show them on Cartoon Network and just keep them on the streaming. Apparently, it cost them millions of dollars to host uh, Infinity Train on HBO Max. I don't know how. I guess they don't want to pay residuals or something. So it just completely evaporates. Hmm. But Zoslav has said he's open to uh, other studios wanting to throw money at Warner Brothers for their properties, or at least to license their properties. Oh, so, that so might it, actually it could actually happen. And Amazon, after that cut off a Lord of the Rings ripoff they did, <laughs> and and I'm just going to say it's a ripoff because that has that had nothing to do with the Lord of the Rings that I've seen so far, and I've seen little bits and pieces here and there, not enough to actually subscribe to Amazon Prime. But oh boy, <laughs> so and Amazon Prime could. Could throw money at it if they have any left after Lord of the Rings. I mean, psh, wouldn't it be hilarious if Disney Plus actually threw money at it and started showing DC stuff and Marvel stuff? Oh, that would, oh, that would break so many geek hearts. Uh, I don't know if I want that, even though I wouldn't mind seeing. I actually this, would not this... mind seeing a crossover. But I don't want Disney to get their hands on it because Disney keeps ruining stuff. Yes, that's what I was about to... Good point. I was about to say that 
Disney is even more woke than Warner is right now. So it is, yeah. And Warner actually produced Batwoman and put three years of that out. So, so Disney's worse than that. What else you got? We need to. Um, we got to accelerate this a little bit because we're a little pressed for time this afternoon. Uh, one of our one of our belovedest aunties is doing her. That's a birthday or a get together or whatever she's wanting to do. I ain't Carolyn. Nice thing. So anyway, uh, I, I don't know if I'm saying this name right. Let's Mich- try it anyway. Michelle Nichols. Michelle Nichols. Michelle Nichols used to be Uhura on yeah. Star Trek. Michelle yes. Nichols, yes. Apparently, uh, her ashes will be sent to space. Oh, neat! She's getting her and Jim Doohan, who who played Scotty. His, of course, there's a bunch of guys at NASA who who went in who became engineers because of Scotty. So. So when he That's died, nice. he, he wanted to be cremated and his ashes shot into space. And boy, NASA just couldn't wait for the chance to, to do that for Scotty. Well, apparently her ashes will also be joining him up there. That's cool. Uh, even on a, a, a ship called uh, Vulcan Rocket Enterprise. Yeah, that's idiotic. But <laughs> they got to ruin it somehow. Uh, That's all right. So, DC may have found their Kevin Feige in a man named Dan Lin. Mm. Uh, he is... You're going to have to hum a few bars of that one. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't really know much about Dan. But, uh... Yeah. He has worked on... I think I saw him, his name attached to a couple of projects that I honestly just did not care for. But, hey, that doesn't necessarily mean he is not up for the job to do whatever it is that they need to do. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. 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 Uh, HBO Max is doing a Christmas Story sequel. Now, here's what's really funny. Okay, I actually remember a sequel to A Christmas Story, and I'm pretty sure it's called It Runs in the Family. Mm-hmm. So am I right? I believe you're right. It had the dude. It had the the dude from Beethoven, Charles, whatever his name Charles is. Grodin. Yeah. How in the world I knew that is beyond me. I remember this vaguely, and I and and it was like a sequel to. A Christmas Story. Yeah, A Christmas Story 2 from 2012. Starred Daniel Stearns and Brayden LaMasters. It's a direct sequel to the 1983 film A Christmas Story, which ignores the events of the 1994 film My Summer Story. So, what? how is this a sequel? That, uh, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> Christmas, don't story, Christmas Story 2. Got 3.4 out of 10 stars on IMDb <laughs> and a 2 out of 5 on Common Sense Media and Rotten Tomatoes won't even review it. Okay, honestly, I've never even heard about this movie. The one I'm talking about is a movie that came out in like the 90s. What was it called? I think it's called It Runs in a Family or Runs in a Family. But it, it had the dude in the house that had the dogs attacking them all the time and... It wasn't 2003 either. This movie was older. 
It had Charles. I know it had him in it as the as the old man. He took over Kochak's. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not Kochak. Yes, I know he was a Kochak man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and stuff like that. I remember that very vaguely. It even had the the woman with the curly hair. You the can, mother, y'all can hear me the mother. Up, it's, up it's, online as we're doing this, but it, it, it kills me. But I know it exists. I saw it, and it was like a sequel to a Christmas story because the 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 family was the same. At least maybe it was the same. I know it had the two kids and it had the the lamp leg and all that stuff. So I, you know, I don't know. Or maybe it wasn't a sequel. Maybe it was like a TV re-version of the movie or something. I don't know. Mm. I know what was out there. But mm. anyway, yeah, it's happening. Oh, let's see. I'm looking, 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 looking. Yes, it runs in the family in 1994. Uh, had Ted, Ted Moore, Teddy Morris, Miss Shields, Ralphie's teacher, and Gene Shepard as the narrator, the voice of the adult Ralphie were not included in the film. Well, no, they were. They didn't make it to the film. It was an entirely different cast otherwise. So Gene Shepard and Ted Moore were the only ones who survived. They received a limited release before being retitled My Summer Story for home video and television release. Oh. And then A Christmas Story 2 is a direct sequel to the film, which ignores My Summer Story and went straight to video in 2012. And then in 2022, they're going to make another film sequel to the film, which will ignore A Christmas Story 2, it is being called A Christmas Story Christmas. It'll be directed by Clay Cadis, who does, did The Christmas Chronicles, and written by Nick Shank, who wrote The Mule. And Peter Billingsley will star in and produce the film with Vince Vaughn via Wild West Picture Show Productions. Ugh. Production began in Hungary and Bulgaria in February. It's going to be released to the U.S. via HBO Max on November 17th. It will take place in the 70s following an adult Ralphie Catching up with his old childhood friends. It will have uh, Ian Petrella as Randy, Scott Schwartz as Flick, R.D. Robb as Schwartz, and Zach Ward as Scott Farkas. So, Aaron Hayes, River Drosh, and Julianne Lane will play Ralphie's wife and kids, while Julie Haggerty, finally getting work, will play Mrs. Parker in a role originated <laughs> by Melinda Dillon, who retired from acting in 2007. They'll be dedicated to the memory of Darren McGavin, who played the old man in the original film, who died back in 2006, the age of 83, just of general grumpiness. So, Darren McGavin died because he saw, probably saw A Christmas Story 2, and was like, what is this crap? And then died right there on the spot, so. Yeah, that was one of Mom's favorite shows, movies. Uh, The Parker Family Saga. That's a darn shame. <laughs> anyway, with anyway, that means we have officially segued. What do we? What else you got, Chris? Um, a Clue remake. Why? I don't Why know. Why was but Clue made in the first place? I don't. I I love all Clue. the mystery, all the great we, mystery movies that have been made, and they have to make one based on the crappy board game. Clue yeah. was hilarious. Okay. Yeah. And that. honestly, the star, uh, just. <laughs> I'm in already. Is Ryan Reynolds? Mm. I'm in. He's not my cup of tea. Then again, Clue isn't my cup of tea either. So uh, they deserve each other. John Boyega. John Boyega. Yeah. Who uh, you know? 
got his rise to fame in the Star in the reboot uh, Star Wars, Star Wars, Wars things. Yes. Brother man, yeah. Uh, released a statement that he is set to star in Attack the Block 2, which was the movie he's actually broke out in, and nobody heard of this movie until Star Wars came out, and when that movie came out, it was then like, Attack holy the Block God. suddenly came out. Attack the Block, I remember watching this movie and was like, whoa, this is awesome. It's literally a bunch of street hoodlums that... Uh, apparently, like, is being attacked by aliens, and they have to fight the aliens, and it's like the entire apartment building is being overrun by these alien dogs, which are, like, the coolest-looking things I have ever seen in movie history. Are they better than the Killer Shrews? Yes. Wow. And the whole building has to come together to fight these things, and it's all because these... Alien dogs are mating, and they're after the queen, and the queen is like, you know, they have to chase down the queen and... Neuter her, so to speak. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm <sighs> excited about that. that. That's actually pretty cool. It's a good movie. It's a really good movie. If you say so. Um, okay. Danny DeVito yeah. will be back as his character Phil in the live-action Hercules movie. Remember Phil? Yes, I remember Phil. Yeah. He was the he was the little half goat guy from the Disney's Hercules. Yes. Okay, I can't get excited about this because one, this is Disney, two, this is a, another live action remake of another animated series. True. Third, this true, is Hercules true. Who, who aside from Danny DeVito and James Woods has zero redeeming value. True. But I will have to say, if they did it right, where they got like <laughs> listen. Chris Pratt already looks like the, the animated version of Hercules. If they got him to play and Anna Kendrick to play uh, Meg, I would say that is perfect casting. But they probably won't do that. But they should. Just saying. If, okay, I'm going to step in here for a minute. If Disney were smart, Disney loves to sit there and... Uh, and do CGI crap because they they don't like paying human beings to do things. Disney needs to go out, find out whoever represents the Steve Reeves estate and license his image and just plug him into the animated Hercules. And just re-release <laughs> re the animated Hercules but with Steve Reeves as Hercules. That would make money. Hmm. Just because I would keep watching it over and over We'll see. Who knows? All right. Um, Netflix is... He so disagrees with my take on this. <laughs> oh, I agree. I'm just trying to, you know, keep yes. going. Because of time. Um, okay. Netflix is doing time. a Dr. Evil movie, which is something that they should have done a long time ago. Because, it, okay, if you don't know who Dr. Evil is, if you know who Austin Powers is... Dr. Evil was the one million dollars and mini me and and you know all that the funny parts of the Austin Powers movies. Dr. Evil was always my favorite. He's the one that honestly is the star of the Austin Power movies. I like Mike's other characters, but I really don't like Austin. Dr. Evil is the one that did it for me. And mini me and all of that is just is just Hilarious. So, yes. One. 
What? Michael Myers is so 1990s, okay? He's done. Nobody wants oh, to see him anymore. Yes. No, yes. nobody wants to see listen, you, Mike. Go listen, away. the old Mike. Two. The old Mike, yes. No, two. No, 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 no. Eddie Murphy can be old school Eddie Murphy. Michael Myers cannot be old school Eddie Michael Murphy. Well, Eddie or Murphy, actually, <laughs> next month, Eddie Murphy starts shooting Beverly Hills Cop 4. I would watch that. So just, just, to, the, just to put just to there. see him cram a banana in a tailpipe and see if he can get away with it this time. So yeah. Okay. One, Michael Myers cannot go old school like that. Two, they've already done a Doctor Evil movie. They've done several of them. In fact, come on, Despicable Me. Oh, that was the Doctor Evil. <laughs> that was the Doctor okay. Evil movie. Okay. Mini Me is true, now the true. Minions. They okay. even repurposed the name okay, Mini Me Minions. Okay, that is true. That is okay. true. Yeah, they're all sadly jaundiced, but that's the Doctor Evil movies, that's true, right? That's there. true. Yeah. Um, celebrities are celebrating and put together a collection, well, a collab of Paul Rubin movies as he turns seventy years old. Good Lord, Pee Wee's seventy years old. Seventy years old. Shh. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, that was horrible. Yeah, that that, was that horrible. sounded like Cleveland's laugh. I haven't heard Pee Wee in, in 30 or 40 years, for crying out loud. <laughs> it's been at least 30 years since I last heard him on me, on MTV, MeTV. Actually, why in the world is MeTV not airing old Pee Wee's Playhouse reruns? Well, that's true. That would be, I mean... Or even Pluto TV could just do a whole 24-7 Pee Wee. No, they can't stuff. do a whole 24-7. However, uh, speaking of 24-7 channels, I wasn't aware of this. You know uh, Shout Factory? No. They have a Shout Factory app where you can watch, like, uh, Mystery Science Theater 24-7. You can watch Shout Factory Television 24-7. They now have a 24-7 ALF channel. It is nothing but ALF 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The live action show and the cartoon. Wow. So that that would get the the beloved daughter's attention for sure. But hmm. I gotta make sure I let her know about it. Anyway, are we close to the end? Okay, of this? one last one. Yay, yes. last one. Uh, director Matt Sherman mm -hmm. is set to direct uh, the Fantastic Four movie. Uh, he is responsible for his work on WandaVision. Now, we actually talked about WandaVision quite a bit when it came out, okay? Hopefully, you know, if he's the guy responsible for, for the, the first episode, <laughs> the, if he's the guy responsible for those, those episodes, at least some of them, hopefully he's learned his lesson. Fantastic Four is one of those where you can get away with experimental things because people are not as aware of Fantastic Four in the mainstream as they are... Uh, Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, Justice League, things like that. Justice yeah. League would probably be the closest. Justice League and Avengers. The mainstream knows what Justice League and Avengers are. Fantastic Four right now is almost where Iron Man was when Robert Downey Jr. first took over the, the role, the Iron Man 1, where he's not known mainstream yet. All it takes is one really good effort to launch him into the into the stratosphere. 
Fantastic Four, if you focus on the family ties between these four people, you can, there is a growing desire for sentimentality in America right now because they're not getting it anywhere. Nobody anywhere is taking straight family values for, are actually showing them on the screen and actually treating them with dignity and respect. Everybody laughs at, at dad, for example, because dad's always incompetent. Dad's always brain dead. Dad doesn't know what he's doing. Reed Richards is the ultimate dad figure, okay? He's the ultimate father figure because he does know everything. He, he always has an answer. He's got a backup plan to his backup plan. Reed Richards isn't quite up to Batman gambit level yet, but he knows how to manipulate people and things, even science, to get what needs to be done. So Reed Richards is the ultimate dad. Uh, Sue Richards is the ultimate mom, the invisible woman. The Human Torch is the ultimate bratty little brother, and the Thing is the ultimate big brother, or almost the ne he's almost next door neighbor, like <laughs> the, like the big hulky guy that that uh, Dad likes to hang out with over the over the fence and stuff. So it's actually between Reed and and Ben Grimm, the Thing, you almost almost have like a Fred and Barney type relationship. You could, but to be honest. Ben's the one who always pulls Reed out of the grease fire when he's about to toss a, a lit match into a kerosene pile. So it's, it's a complicated relationship. If you can figure it out and translate that into a two-hour movie script, you could make a freaking fortune with it. Whether the director of WandaVision can do it or not, he, he is experimental. He's willing to take chances, which is great. Fantastic Four, heaven knows the, the routine Hollywood way of doing things does not work. We know that three times over now. So we'll see what happens. I'm cautiously optimistic, I'll say, just because I want to see a, fantastic, a good Fantastic Four movie because I haven't seen one yet. So we'll see whether... And, I, and honestly, I don't care whether John Krasinski is... is Reed Richards or not, it would be nice to see because I think he actually cares about the character. See, I got you right there. We have already seen a really good Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. The Incredibles. Yeah, that's true. You got me on that one. That is true. See, I see, you learn and you got one. That's a good way to pose this out, too. The, the, the Padawan is learning. What do you know? So I'll forget next time. <laughs> forget what? Well, so everything until, I learned. So, next week... All y'all geeking out 200. Okay, so here's the way this is going to work. You're going to want to pay attention to the Who, What, Where Twitter feed. Pay attention to the Twitter feed because we'll have up. I'll have. I'll be posting updates off and on through there. The episode 200 is going to drop about 6 p.m. on. I'm thinking that's September 4th. Sunday, September 4th, 6 p.m. Eastern is when 200 will drop. Other things will start dropping that entire week of the 200th. Okay? Chris doesn't even know what some of these are yet. I've, yeah, already, I, I, I've already got some of these things done, which is incredible that I'm actually ahead of the, ahead of the curve. Ooh, I'm excited. As a, just as a tease, our, 
our you, now we've talked about before on the podcast what our highest rated Who What Where episode has ever been. Yeah. And it wasn't geeking out. I've actually done a follow up to that one. Okay. The the one we've done, we typically get all across, <laughs> across the the podcast, across YouTube, and across uh, Facebook. We get about 30, 40 impressions a week on these episodes. Okay, between the the three efforts, our number one has something like 5,000 views just on YouTube. That was the only place I posted it, and it managed to last. I don't know how. <laughs> but uh, I'll be doing a follow-up to that one that will be premiering next week. We'll have more information when we do the 200th episode and have that drop. But you will be seeing things dropping off and on throughout the week. So just tune in next Sunday, the September 4th at 6 p.m. Eastern, and you'll... You'll be there front and center for the week-long celebration of Geeking Out 200. So, with that, we're going to do the little Batman smack into the fist. Yeah, Batman and Robin, Spike and Chris. Meanwhile, until next time, in a big 200, Chris, I'm Spike. Uh, Well, I'm Chris. You already said my name. Say my name, say my name. Yes. I was waiting to see what would happen. Until then, we're still geeking out. Take care, y'all.